I did throw the, the, the mic. How was and that? It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> and, I, and I sucked. It was in the All-Star game. I don't think I, I, I got – it took me about six batters to get an out. Was there any camaraderie there, at all? or like? Yeah, yeah, we were, we, were, we were pros. You know, Mike, Mike's, a, Mike's a good guy, man. But, I mean, everybody makes it such a big deal. But I had some battles with other guys, too. Uh, By the way, for the audience that maybe doesn't follow, yeah. just play the clip because yeah. we got we have two yeah. of them. Yeah. Pick one of them, whichever one you want. Yeah, this is one of them. You and Mike. Yeah. Oh yeah, the yeah, broken bat. bat. And you yeah. grabbed the bat and you threw it back at him. Well, no, if I'd have thrown at him, I'd have got him. But <laughs> I, 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 I threw it on the on deck circle. Everybody and TV made it look close. And 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 they were saying, "Oh, you said it was the ball." Well, when you're 60 feet away and the bat shatters before a piece of the head, when the head first. Came, it, what do we know to be the head of bat? But when it first came towards me, you can see I went in a fielding position. Yeah, I thought the, I thought it was a line drive back at me. But there was there was a couple other guys that wanted a piece of him before that. So yeah, everyone talks about that you threw the bat at him. It's like no, hold on, the bat almost hit me first. Yeah, well, again, yeah, I, I've listen, broken guys. Let's, yeah. let's not make Roger seem innocent here. Either. Yeah. Roger, you yeah. were taunt, you were trying to get in his head as well. You were you were yeah no you don't you were showing you, I, toughness. The the ninety eight mile an hour fastball is what I'm trying to get in, in, into his mind. Yeah. When when I when he break the when the bat broke the first sphere you see I'm I'm fifty four feet away once I release the ball, and once you see that coming at you that's why I went in field. And of course, by fate it takes two hops and it's in my lap and I take it and I I don't even know he's and he didn't know where the ball was that's why he was jogging. Yeah. And I whistled it over. That was there's, epic. There was a there was a pitcher. That on TV it looks like it might be from us, but it was it was further than that. And I said, just give me another ball. There was a bunch of stuff leading up to that to that World Series, trying to make it. It was he and I were almost a bigger story than the World Series. Yeah, and I was really pissed about that. But we also had a scouting report, which was fine by me because our guys in uh, going to the scouting report, they said we're pitching him in fastballs in, and if you miss, you miss inside his jersey, and it's okay with me because he Mike's a great hitter. He hit every breaking ball that I think I threw to him. And so I had no problem just trying to live in there. And, again, it was a game like similar when I faced – I talked about Reggie Jackson. Somebody like Piazza, you, they're going to get your best. He's one of their, obviously, best players in the league at the time and on the Mets for sure. And I was sitting at about 91, 92. He stepped in. I think all three pitches, including the one that shattered back, about 98. Reggie bitches about at me, which I'll see. I tell the story at banquets, which he loves. I wanted to get to the big leagues, face Reggie, and I was sitting at about 93 with you know most of the guys, and Reggie was hitting fourth, and here we go. I mean, I was like 97, 98 to Reggie. Reggie's like, what's what's going on? I go, you're Reggie Jackson. I mean, come on, amped up. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get everybody's best. There's no days off for guys like that. I like what uh, you said. You said in an interview, you said. you know, uh, uh, guys, you question who's the toughest hitter you face. You obviously gave the love to Reggie Jackson because that's who you wanted to face off. But then you said you never had a problem with home run hitters because even Pujols, you said you have one pitch every time. If you miss it, it's over. I'm going to get you, right? So you said yeah, something no, like that. Yeah, no, and he said the guys you had a problem with were more the contact, the contact, like the Tony Gwynn type of guys. So who were some of the guys, the if you say contact, who were some of the tough guys? Man, just to – you know, in, in American League, a few teams they had guys that were they just had great eye hand coordination. You make a bastard pitch, O two, and with especially at Fenway Park, there's no foul ground. It'd be different pitching in Oakland. That's the most foul ground, you know. So they would just they're good enough. I, I tell them that guys in the big leagues can put wood on a bullet. Doesn't matter how hard you throw, they can they can spoil a really good pitch. So if I get an eleven pitch at bat with you in the first inning, now I'm not getting to the ninth inning, which I know that sounds what we just talked about guys going for. When I said nine, people are going nine nine innings. Uh, then I might only be an eight inning pitcher. It happens again. I'm only getting to the seventh. So I'm throwing my two seamer, which I call a bowling ball. I threw a heavy two seamer down in the zone. I want you to hit it what we call the kitty litter. If you ever look at the place in front of home plate where they water it down really good, other home teams water it down more and they put more. Uh, dry dirt on it because you hit it in that it's like hitting kitty litter it stops the ball from getting through the infield hmm. and then sometimes the guys will grow like at Wrigley they'll grow that grass four inches high hmm. it's like hitting out a U.S. Open rough it's not getting through that and four you're, inches high if, Wrigley if, if you're a, if you're a if you're a ground ball pitcher I mean that's six four three all, all day so that's why that's why they you know you can do that but those guys um now Tony Gwynn's a whole different animal I faced Tony in an all-star game and I tried to ask some of the guys 
hey, I know Tony, because I watched Tony take batting practice, and he played around the world with his bat and the ball in batting practice. His first two swings, he would hit it into the cage that he was in. Next two down on the chalk line and left. Next two in the gap, center field, right field, come all the way around to, to pull in two homers down the right field line. It's crazy. That's how good he was with where the ball was going. So I thought the guys were messing with me. They go, you're going to face Tony Gwynn, throw him a, throw him a 94 mile an hour fastball right down the middle. I go, that's funny. You guys want him to take me deep. They go, no. If you pitch him away, he's going to hit a double. That way you mm. pitch him in, he's going to pull you. I'm telling you, throw it right. I got, I, I got a photo on my phone in the All-Star game. Houston, my first one. I throw it right down the middle. He swings right through it, kind of looking at me. He can't believe it. And then he ended, up, he ended up flying out, but it was a guy exactly, you know, we we I, we had one, we had a Tony Gwynn. It was Wade Boggs. Oh, yeah. Boggsy, Boggsy. Oh, yeah. Could, Third Bog, base. Boggsy could hit with his eyes closed, um, with the sun shining Interesting right in his Interesting swing. <clears throat> yeah. Just, he, he, he just a, he's just a flat-out hitter. He could Paul hit. Molitor, was he, was he, was he tough to face? Was Danger. he? Very handsy. Very yeah, handsy. Call. Yeah. Uh, Larry Walker. Did you ever pitch to Larry Walker? I, I, I may have. I, I, I met Larry at some golfing events yeah. later, and we never really talked. But I, I'm going to say 24 years, Badge, for sure. I, I probably he, faced him. Bagwell, did you ever uh, pitch at Bagwell? Because you know, I know he Exhibition was. game, probably. Okay. Yeah, Baggy. Uh, 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 so if we put Frank Thomas, Juan Gonzalez, those guys, well, those are AL, right? Mm-hmm. So you pitch with those guys. Yeah. Do you have any uh, stories with uh, Juan or Frank or just, you know, another uh, yeah, just, player you pitched at? Uh, just good hitters. I mean, you got to catch him on the right day. How maybe about Griffey? Griff was tough. Griff had some home. My, my, my story about Griff, we were in all-star games together, and I had the two older boys. They're little. This is when Nintendo was big up in Seattle. You know, he'd get all Nintendo games he could get. <laughs> so, so, so the boys down messing around the lobby or whatever, and they got on the elevator. They run to the room. We're getting ready to go over for uh, media day. And they're all giddy. Dad, we just met King Griffey Jr. I go, you did? Yeah, what's up? He goes, he said to t- for us to tell you that when you face him in the second half, to l- if, if you throw him some fastballs right down the middle, he'll give us all the Nintendo games. <laughs> I, go, I go, you stay away from him. Yeah. The away. kid. <laughs> the kid. Yeah, I said, you stay, you stay away from Griff. <laughs> Bad yeah. influence. You, you yeah. got to, I mean, do Pat a favor here. Pat's guy was Juan Gonzalez, was it not? Juan that was, was your dangerous. guy. Juan was my that guy. was your guy. No, he's dangerous. You got any good Juan Gonzalez stories for Pat? Man, well, I, I, I'm pretty sure I faced him with the Rangers a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just, you know, he was dangerous. He's a guy that, you know, you had to stay out of his little hot spot because he just, just, he's just so strong. Um, uh, uh, oh boy. Oh, I was thinking when you brought up Molotar, uh, Robin Yount. That's so my Ro- my Robin yeah. Yount story. I'm like right off the campus, so I'm I got a little piss and vinegar, and you know, feeling pretty good. And we're in Milwaukee, and uh, Ralph Houck's our manager. Now, Ralph, you know, uh, older, so some of the scouting reports weren't on par. And, um, you know, I had a veteran staff, Bruce Hurst, who gave me my nickname, The Rocket, after Hurst, he gave me that. Um, We had some veteran guys, you know, on on the pitching staff. And uh, so now I'm facing Molitor. I was getting out, and this Robin Robin Young comes up. And he's already won one MVP at shortstop. He's going to win another one in center field, right, Hmm. in the American League. And the scouting research said, we're going to play him, pitch him away, we're going to play him away. We're up 3 nothing, and I throw, I throw him one about 96 on the outside corner, knee high. He hits it. It goes by this year. I can hear it. It sounds like bacon in a – it barely missed me. It lands second row, dead center field at old Milwaukee. That, that dude, old Bernie or whatever, is going down the slide and the damn balloons. Yeah, yeah. All that's going on. Homer, 3-1. I was like pissed off. I was like, man, that was damn good. I, I can't believe that. Comes up next guy, Molitor's on. I walked him. He got a hit. It's 5 1, seventh inning, I think. I throw one. It's about a, at least a ball off the plate. It goes by this ear into the bleachers, about third row. People going crazy. They pull me out of five, five, 3. I'm in the tunnel. It's old tunnel, old nasty tunnel. There, and, I'm, and they didn't have uh, covers on the lights. And I'm I'm hitting it with my glove. I'm busting lights. Hear me cussing and swearing. <laughs> f F this Robin. F Robin. Yeah, that's bullshit. I'm with bull. And I'm and and I got a group of pitchers following me. And I get upstairs and I I get in, in, in the ice. And this is again. No, I don't think cell phones are. are and you, if, if you called the clubhouse, you had to go through the operator at the main stadium, and then she would patch you into the visiting clubhouse. So I'm icing, and the guys come up. And after I cooled off and Hursty looks at me, he goes, he goes, Rock, he goes, uh, 
let me tell you something. He goes, a great game. He goes, but because uh, I said, he ain't that, you know, I must have said he ain't that effing good or something, you know. <laughs> and and Hersty and the guys are like, first of all, that's Robin Yount. Two things. Uh, he is that effing good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and number two is don't listen to Ralph's scouting reports. They're a little out of date. <laughs> and I go, thanks for telling me that now. Yeah, well, so, you know, him and him and uh, Brett got 3,000 same season, by the way. Unbelievable. Which was kind of wild. Yeah, KC and uh, Milwaukee. So now I'm icing. Phone rings in the clubhouse. Game's over. The guys are shaking hands. They're on their way up. And that's why she didn't pouch you. They said, you got a phone call. It's your mother on the phone. <laughs> said, what, my mom calling the clubhouse? I mean, this is weird. She's never done this. Yeah. Something, something had to happen. I get on the phone. Hey, honey, great game, great game. And uh, this and that. She goes, hey, before you get out of the Milwaukee, will you get Robin Yow's autograph for me? Because he owns, he owns you. <laughs> oh, man. Mom. 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 She wanted me to get his autograph because he owns me. What a mom. Yeah. I got I said, a Are you serious? You're calling the She goes, Yeah, because I know if I didn't call, you wouldn't get it. But he's a really he's a good player. Wow. And, and he owns you. It's crazy. By yeah. the way, was she like that? Was she was she oh, yeah. at the Oh yeah? But dig yeah, it. I met her the, the, we had to do a national deal for uh Mother's Day. And I had tried and get back at her a couple times. By the way, I wanted, I want to show you guys a guy, uh, a first pitch. We haven't given him enough credit. So, do you remember when you guys would do the Red River Classic? Oh, gosh. You know, I sponsored it. We were the main sponsor in 2019, and I was the first pitch. And I want, I want to brag about my first pitch, so I want oh, you to jump my get pitch. Out of here. Watch oh, this. Yeah, you're, you're there, by the way. Watch this here. Oh, Go yeah. ahead. Uh, how do I not this. know this? This is, this is how I get picked up. Stop it, Pat. Man, softball. Dude, cancel the podcast right now. With Toby and all of us there? Yeah, of course. I had a good time with you Pat, guys. What was, was going on there? I don't know. Maybe we had like 50 people there from our guys. We uh, Our headquarters like uh, 10 miles away. Bottom of a beautiful st- stadium. Yeah, Frisco, man. Yeah, we brought the kids. It was phenomenal. I love the city. Just throwing ground. Is that, is, I, think, I think I had McConaughey playing short, and he dives after both knees are bleeding after the first hand. I said, dude, this is a celebrity softball game. Yeah. You ain't, you ain't got to. Yeah. I mean, he's laying out. And I got Marcus Luttrell there. I mean, it, it, some guys are hitting That's bullets, wild. man. They didn't realize by, by some the way, of these it's guys a real, It's a real, like, people show up. This yeah. is at the beginning of the game. By the end yeah. of it, there was people there, but people show up. McConaughey was there? Yeah, yeah all of them. There's yeah. a bunch of them. I'm probably you know, not Joe, even naming them uh, correctly, Joe, but there's a bunch of guys that were there. Roger, can I, let me ask Toby. you. So, who, who was the greatest the Oklahoma coach? What's his name? The, the coach of Oklahoma everybody brags about. He Bob was there Stoops. Switz. Switzer. Barry Switzer oh, was Barry there. Switzer. And, yeah, and yeah, Stoops. Yeah. Both of them were both there. Of them were oh, both, yeah. both of them were Bob, there. Shout out to Bob yeah. Stoops, guy. Yeah. Yeah. You hear this. Roger, I want to ask you about uh, like a pinch me moment. So, you know, you're, you're throwing all these names out there. Yeah. So, we, we're, I don't know if you've got a major pinch me moment. For me, I interviewed Vince Vaughn one time randomly. Oh, like, nice. I love, love Vince Vaughn. Oh, Are you freaking on. kidding me? So you're guy. throwing out names that you've uh, that you've met. You interviewed Michael Jordan. You're hanging out with Larry Bird, Yogi Berra. All the names of names of names. What's your greatest pinch me moment that you're I, like? I can't. I, believe I, this is I love doing this with y'all right here. I mean, this is this is fun. And and like I said, I should have kept a journal. My mom said to do it, but if I'd have kept them, I'd have probably been a two year player and out. Had nothing to. <laughs> big in history. Love, love, obviously being in Boston, I met the Kennedys and. Uh, 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 just just so many cool guys. I mean, you know, they meet you like I tell guys, you know, they're like, hey, on the mound. I go, that's my job. I was brought up that way. I take it very seriously. Like I said, I changed, uh, you know, there, you know, when I did it, again, I, I jumping around here with, with these questions, but uh, my sisters always remind me of the two days my mom sat at the kitchen table with her hand when our electricity got turned off. So come on, mm. guys. So that's, again, that's why it chats me. You silver million dollars. No, 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 no. Do, do your homework. Okay, I said, you know, it might have happened to something for some, but, you know, I didn't have a car in high school. I ran with my backpack from my high school to our, our, our town home. And uh, so, uh, but to be able to meet some of these people and, and you know, they see you and they hey, man, you're funny. They see me DJing. I go, this, this stuff I love to do. I'm pitching. I love it. But, again, it, it was about, you know, about winning because I'm wearing a city on my chest. I want to perform. You guys come get a dog and take fright from work, take, you know, get your beer and a dog. I want, there's nothing worse than driving home after I've laid an egg. I get knocked out in the third inning. I hate it. But, again, I, like I told the guys the other day in the clubhouse, I won 200 games because I was on with my heater split. Mm-hmm. I was on. You had no chance. The games that I got out of second and third, bases loaded, and uh, – you know, the, my catchers are like, you know, after the game, like, I have no idea how we did that. 
you know, we won five to four. But that's what they pay you to do. They pay you to pitch. I know going to the bar, when I wake up, I go through that's the it. lineup, take my shower. I go through the lineup. <clears throat> you, where you- it's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You guys prepare. I mean, this is fun for me because you guys are bringing stuff on me that I forgot about. Mm-hmm. So it's it makes it fun for me. Now, I wash my hair. I'm going through the lineup. I know when I get to the stadium in that game, I'm going to have second, third, and one out. Somewhere in that game, I'm going to have to get out of it uh, to win the game. And... Uh, so it's your mindset. I go through progressions. Like I said, uh, physically, I got you. All the laps I ran on backfields that nobody saw. All the fielding. I told the guys, again, in the clubhouse, I'll tell you guys. I said, you know what your strengths are. You polish those. But you friggin' know what your weaknesses are. And just like in other games, I know what you do best. I'm going to try and I'm going to take that away from you at the plate immediately. Especially when I pitch inside. I don't pitch inside to hit guys. I pitch inside to make a 17-inch plate a 24-inch plate. I tell the pitchers that pitch inside late, it does nothing for you. They're going to climb right back on the plate. I pitch in early, so when the guys are still dicking around on the bench, spitting sunflower seeds, the first, boom, strike. Everybody talks about when they get in. Second pitch, boom, inside, light him up a little bit. Everybody on the bench goes, oh, oh shit, here we go, here we go. (laughs) We got a game. So now you get guys' attention and and, and you do your your thing that way. But I've met so many cool people. I mean, what's I mean, your best Michael Jordan story? What's your best Michael Jordan story? Uh, well, MJ gambles with a, a good friend of mine, and it's it, it's crazy. It's crazy what they do. He's super competitive. I got to go down and play Grove Twenty Three a couple weeks ago. He was there. He kind of hit me from behind, and uh, uh, I, I actually myself and Erlacher won his last year of his tournament at um, at Shadow Creek. Uh, I think we beat uh, what then was Bruce Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> and and, uh, and 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 Penny Hardaway. And, uh, wow! And, These but, are legends. But, Bruce and Penny. But, but Bruce Shout slash Bruce. Bruce slash Caitlin. They uh, he he she hits the ball far. <laughs> and uh, I just said, you know, if 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 we play again and she's hitting from the ladies' tee, we got no chance because <laughs> she because Caitlin's a good player too. And uh, but anyway, he, nice guy and. Uh, uh, but we, uh, yeah, we, uh, we, we got after him pretty good and won that tournament. And, uh, but you know, just watching Michael play, um, I thought it was really cool when he was trying to play baseball. I think, you know, you know, we, we were, we were teasing him that somebody like that, you know, if they got close to facing one of us in, in the majors, whether it be a devastating breaking ball or, a uh, you know, a, a 95, you know, he got the double a and, uh, we had a little thing says, uh, He'd be writing home to mom. Says, "Dear mom, just saw my first big league breaking ball. P.S. Be home soon." Be home soon. Exactly. <laughs> but did uh, he have any chance of ever making no. it to the majors? It wasn't even close no. Or T- what? Tebow probably had a, a, maybe a, a little edge, just being a competitive athlete like he is. But it's it's a different deal, man. It'd be like you know, trying to trying to backpedal on a fast break with Michael coming at you. You got no chance. Yeah. And, uh, so when, when you hear LeBron saying, I may play for the Cowboys, stuff like that, you think it's the same thing? Or you think LeBron is a different thing? He could actually be a receiver. Uh, no. Yeah. No, okay. Same guys, thought. Yeah. Those guys, when, if you ever, 
I mean, even in college, when you're on the sidelines and you see a guy coming around, and he you, he's got the he's got eight yards to get a first down. You see it, and uh, the gap closes in two yards. I mean, it's it's crazy how. I mean, again, the biggest game we had this past year, Alabama came into Austin, and. Uh, First time I met Sark, I mean, he'd been the man, but it was really cool. He said hello to all of his coaches. And then he came down, he saw me and gave me a hug. He was, a, he's a huge Red Sox guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but uh, to see, I the, guess, I guess the question will be the following. So, so what do you say about guys like Brian Jordan, Dion, Bo, those three guys? Cause they played, they, 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 they played. It'd be like, you know, it'd be like the guys that are trying to go on the buy.com tour and, and, and golf too. I mean, it's, it's a different level there. I played with, Guys are in the top ten at the time uh, in the eighties and nineties even, uh, and there's a difference between the eleventh ranked player in the world and the top five. Mm-hmm. There's a difference in, their, in in what they're doing. Now it might be the mental part of it, like I was alluding to earlier. Physically, I got you. You know, I'm on the backfield. I know my fielding isn't great, but I got guys hitting me fungos while everybody else is leaving the the stadium and I'm taking 75 comebackers and throwing them and whistling them to third, doing whatever, and then I become an above-average fielder. So when we get to playoff time, somebody's going to lay down a bunt in a crucial spot. i got to get my ass on it and get the guy at third. I'm ready for that. And the second phase is the mental part of the game, which I think is the biggest thing. Mentally, I'm fucking going to kill you. I got you. Okay. You you yeah. believe that and yeah. you know that. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. If you make eye contact, I want you to make eye contact with me to come into play. But that's just the old school guys, you know, where I learned, like I said, the Drysdale Don Drysdale interview. What does the eye contact do to the Well, the I just hitter? I'm just I, I just eyeballing him just a little yeah. bit and uh and just trying to stay locked in, really. And then and then after that, once he stands in a box, I don't care if it's a, a rookie or Albert Pujols, I'm not really I mm-hmm. I know where your hot spots are, but I'm not you know, I'm not focused on that. I'm focused on what I'm doing. Yeah. And then emotions come into play. Now, in 24 years, I showed my backside a few times, but I care. That's what I said. You know, I got that from my mom, my grand. I care about my work. Uh, you know, everybody started doing this with their gloves, right? Where they're hiding. My, 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 sometimes I got in a little argument with a couple guys and a few. Uh, uh, what's my T-shirt say? I love Jesus, but I do I do swear a little. Uh, uh, so I would put my glove up and uh, 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 you know to hide that. But, but but that was causing my mom. Like we were on national TV, and I got into a little swearing contest with some guy. And uh, after the game, mom called again. She says, "Honey, can you can you you know your 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 brothers and sisters are watching? Can you put your glove up in front of your face?" So that's I think that's where it all starts starts coming from. And uh, it's good that she's yeah. not saying don't do it. Yeah, you're saying yeah. just cover it up. Yeah, yeah, just know? cover it up. Yeah. So she she was uh, she you know she was I mean I had to pitch the night we lost her. I was in Austin. She passed away in Austin, and uh, I had to pitch that night. And I knew she would want me to pitch. Uh, tribute to mom. Her favorite movie was uh, Field of Dreams. So when I went to Louisville Slugger, I was able to uh, uh, obtain a uh, shoeless Joe bat uh, uh, from that movie. And um, uh, so, yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, it was, uh, it was part of it. But anyway, that's the transitions I go through. And emotions, I'll play on emotions, grandma being sick, mom passing, to try and elevate my game Respect. a little bit. Who, yeah. who, whose favorite movie was Field of Dreams? It was your mom? My mom, yeah. I got to tell you, if you, I love – Field of Dreams, Kevin Costner, and all those movies. It was even Robin Hood back in the day, oh, yeah. Dances Wolves. But if you don't cry when at the end of the movie he plays catch with his dad, yeah, who comes back to life. I mean, like you got time. nothing left. Like big time. By the way, best baseball movies ever. What do you? I mean, you got Major League, you got The Sandlot, you've got Field of Dreams. Uh, the Natural, Moneyball, even you, yeah. I know you've you've interviewed Mill- Billy Bean multiple times. I love Moneyball. Forty two recently, Jackie yeah. Robinson. What was the major league? The, what was the best line? I'm trying to think because now they're running together. But um, Robert Wall, who Robert uh, considers him, uh, I, I did who one. Was the agent, right? He, he's my Hollywood agent. So yeah. I was on Arliss like three times. Arliss was show. my uh, Arliss <laughs> was my guy for. Um, we I, I played I, I played like a old Christy Matheson nineteen uh, sixteen Philadelphia A's whatever it was but uh, Robert was in there with me and it was the only baseball scene with Tommy Lee Jones called Cobb yeah and uh, kind of dark but uh, it was the, the only baseball season but uh, uh, um, what was it uh, we're talking about the movie so it's a shower scene the manager is screaming at the guys get everybody in the shower get guys you got a minute to get in there and they're counting. 
and they were all in the shower. Roberts there is the pitching coach, and the and, and the manager's airing their ass out. And he goes, so whatever his name was, the pitching coach. He goes, so and so, what's our record? He goes uh, to to the manager. He goes eight and sixteen, coach. He goes eight and sixteen. He goes. How the hell did we win eight games? <laughs> major league. Yeah, major league. I think it's one. So that, that, that was pretty, That coach, that, by yeah. the way, where he's just like, every time I come in here, you're bitching about something. Yeah. It's an arm thing but, or but it's, it's a got, leg thing. It's yeah. got to be. Well, that's where I got my jersey, lollygaggers. Yeah. Lollygagging in the infield. That's where I got it. Lollygagging yeah. in the infield. I, 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 I have a jersey when I DJ sometimes, lollygagging. So is, yeah. that, is that your favorite? Would you say that's it? Yeah, probably. probably. I mean, there's, so some, there's, there's some good ones. Yeah. I, I got a couple other good questions here for you they're uh, filming that in milwaukee by the way the one on the top to, right supposed to look like cleveland no, yeah. wow. sure they did that in milwaukee county stadium speaking of milwaukee just late breaking news robin yunt is on the phone here <laughs> he wants to have a conversation <laughs> with you yeah. but but yeah. you know it, 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 you said something you said uh, when you're up there you know physically i got you mentally i'm locked in just make eye contact i got it then it's emotional like those three sometimes my back Got it. All that stuff you're talking about, physical, mental, emotional, fine. Derek Jeter said something. He says Roger Clemens is in another world when he's pitching. He's there, but he's not there. What, what, is, what does he mean by that? Derek has to holler at me twice to step off the mound. You know, when there's something going on, uh, he has to get my attention twice. DJ, playing with DJ, I mean, obviously everybody knows. Um, he's probably a better person than he is baseball player, and that's saying a lot. And um, uh, teammate. Um, uh, uh, one of the best. Um, I think that when I competed against him, uh, he knew he, he was going to get my best uh, at that time. And um, then he found out when we became teammates. They, they played a little joke on me when I came over. Uh, my first live BP at, in Tampa uh, at the stadium, uh, I think it was G, Knobloch, and, and Tino. And they all climbed in the cage with full catcher's gear on. Because <laughs> Jeet said, you hit me all the time. I said, you crowd the plate, your hands are over. I said, most of the time I hit you, it was a strike. You know, so we, we, we went at it that way. But uh, uh, I, I guess, the point, have you seen the movie Legends of Bag of Rants? I have. Okay, so you know how he says, you know, like there's a scene where everybody's around. He's about to hit the shot and Will is trying to get him to say the audience disappears. Did you really get to a point where the audience disappeared or no? I, I tell this all the time, Pat. You hit it right on the head. It's, it, 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 I think it's the same scene where the fairway looks like it just exactly. opens up. Exactly, yeah. And, and, that's, what you, and, and that's, where, that's where you get to. Um, uh, the young pitching coach of the Phillies, we just talked uh, the other day, and he was taking notes, and, and, and I got on some stuff that nobody would think about. Like at Fenway Park and at Yankee Stadium, I had the, the, the ground crew mow their last mow job right down Broadway. And, and the mower is about the width of a, a pitcher's rubber. And so when I'm standing on the mound, I have a, it's like a bowler. I have a lane yeah. where I'm going to. And if I keep missing a ball or two off here, some of these guys start jacking with their arm angle. All you got to do is move over one inch. It's like a go if I'm hitting a slice and I'm out there gambling against you, and and I gotta, uh, I'm going to go to the right side of the tee box, and I'm going to hit that. I'll fix it on the range in an hour. Mm. Instead of next thing you know, I owe you a grand at the end of the round, you know. So that's the same thing with that. The 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 the, the there's sometimes the turf has the the seam that uh, you know is going right down Broadway. So it's just a great vision thing. So now so now you're not thinking about oh am I going to do good or bad against? So you're locked in on what you're doing. Well, how do you get there though? How, how do you, how do you get locked? What do you okay? So the, for for example, the, like you know, the good ones can <clears throat> do it, man. I, I know that, but there's a routine like you know you're. Uh, a public speaker, first time you speak, you're scared shitless. You're like, oh, my God, what if I scroll out <laughs> of your breathing? <laughs> so how do you control them? All of a sudden, do you look at them? Do you not make eye contact? You shouldn't just look at somebody else, act like you're looking, but you're not. So, you know. So the but, speaker, but after the two minutes, you're rolling. No question about it. So, but, you're, but a great speaker, when he's going up there, he has a routine. He's telling himself something, right? You're about to go to the mound. What are you telling yourself? Are you telling yourself? Are you listening? Like when I uh, had Kobe, Kobe talked about how he's listening to certain music, song, you know, Friday the 13th. He will listen to that song to get himself. <laughs> he had a psychological where he would get into the zone. Was there a routine? Was there a song? Was there a book? Was there a quote? Was there an affirmation? Were you telling yourself something? You got this, Roger. Just remember when you were 14. It's the love of the game. What are you feeding yourself before you go up there? What, what, what they say about your... your, 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 your um Pressure, you know, will find your weaknesses. Okay, and and that's why we practice perfect. That's why my bullpen sessions 
or locked in intense. Like I'm doing a I'm doing a 12 minute bullpen in between, and I'm going to be starting game three, or it might be a Wednesday afternoon business special. Yeah, it might be as simple as that. Not not what you wouldn't consider a big game. I'm doing this, and I got guys moving over here, or the lawn guy, or the guy doing this, or I got somebody talking. No, 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 stop, because I want to be right here. My first three starts in spring training, where you're going one, two innings, I can hear the popcorn vendor, I can see guys moving in the dugout, I can hear my sister or something yelling for me. By the by, my last two starts of spring training, it's just like that movie. I don't, I don't hear anything. I see the catcher. And it's a game within a game. I've had, like I said, some wonderful catchers in my career. And I'll call them out sometimes. Some of my catchers like to move a little bit more and catch balls on their breastbone. And I tell them, I have to call them out. And I go, sit your ass still. You're moving. Am I moving, Rock? Yeah, you're moving too much. Because most umpires, when they get down, they put their hand on the catcher. And if, he, I got, I, I, and I, if I'm painting a pitcher, yeah. and, it's just, and he goes, it's a ball. So I want you to sit still, trust your hands. I'm going to get it to you. A professional player... Really, a double A player onto the big league guy. If you're catching me and you're asking for a ball, and th- I should be able to get the ball within a, a a a ball and a half to where you want it, and, and not make those one or two mistakes. You know, solo home runs are good. Three run homers. I I had the pitching coach Bill Fisher, who's passed, went and spoke at his funeral in Council Bluffs. Uh, to this day, he still holds the record for 91 innings without walking a guy. So his biggest deal with me. When I struck out 20 and set the major league record, I didn't even know there was a strikeout record. I was just going through that game. Almost missed the game. There's a story behind that. Almost missed the damn game and got scratched. Punch out 20. He comes over. Everybody's gone. My wife's waiting in the park, and I just got done icing, get my street clothes on. And he called me Smokey after Smokey Joe Wood. He was old school. Fish was. He had Tom Seaver. That was the reason why Tom was with mm-hmm. us. He had Seaver when he was with the Reds. Fish says, Smokey. He goes, two things. He goes, uh, and I didn't know at the time. He said, you know, congratulations on the record. You know, you beat these three guys. They had 19, you Mm -hmm. did 20, blah, blah, blah. He said, uh, really proud of you throwing that rate of speed. He goes, but guess what? He goes, you didn't walk a single batter. And I go, that's pretty cool, Fish. Coming from you, that means a lot for you. So he took two steps, turns back around. Because I almost missed the game. I got I got stuck in traffic and, and it was late. Crazy. And it, it was bad. I mean, I felt like a rookie oh, oh, going through the clubhouse door. Everybody's looking Jeez, at me like, man. are you nuts? So he he stepped traffic. back. Traffic. He walked away. It's not an excuse. Well, I know it's not. The Celtics were playing a playoff game and there was a concert going on. I, I, I was getting ready to run to the stadium, but I'll finish. He takes two steps because I almost missed the game. He takes two steps away from comes back. He goes, Smokey, another thing. He goes, you get to the damn ballpark anytime you want. <laughs> and I go, Fish, I will never be – I was embarrassing. I said it was it, – it, it was. I mean, I, I was sitting, and I could see the Sitco sign. I was a mile away, had my boots and jeans on, a golf shirt. Wife's with him. We just had the one car. We're living in an apartment, you know, stuck in traffic and panic and starting to sweat a little bit. You know, this game started at 7.35 back then. It's like 6.50. Huh. And, and you know, so I get out. I pop trunk. I say, slide over. I'm going to put my run, take my boots off, put my running shoes on. I'm going to run. How far are you from It's a mile. It's a mile. I'm okay. going to run to the stadium from here because we're, we're moving a car link. Is that Roger Clemens running <laughs> by my car? Right Did now? you literally run? No, I, I got in, started putting my things on my trunk. So, 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 so the, the motorcycle police officer comes in. Thinks I'm broke down. We 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 hits this thing. I turn. He looks at me. He goes, "Holy shit!" You know, rocket. He goes, "Hey, aren't you on?" The, I go, I, uh, yeah, "I'm supposed." Uh, <laughs> I'm pitching tonight. <laughs> I'm pitching yeah. tonight, buddy. <laughs> he he parts. That the, is so he, cool. He hits his horn. So parts, you gotta get it, Roger. You gotta get get yeah. back to. No, no, you he, gotta he, win. He, hey, bad. He parted the sea. So cool. He parted the sea. I jumped out in the parking lot. I ran oh, in the locker room. God. It's like seven ten. They've already got a long man in the bullpen ready to go. Fish. My pitching coach goes in the manager's office fixing to get my ass chewed out sit down there and McNamara's the manager Mac said um, we're scratching you you're gonna now I got to talk to the media about this and there ain't no way I said bullshit I'm getting dressed I didn't take a no for an answer I run out dress in a phone booth my pitching coach is 60 he's never run you know Fenway Park the home to the bullpen it's a pretty good ways I, I thought he was gonna pass out <laughs> we sprint I get out there I'm warming up I don't even throw a strike I don't. I'm bouncing the ball. He's on the phone. He's talking to the. He's, he's like, uh, leave the long man out there. He ain't getting out of the first inning. He's all over the pit. I mean, I'm I'm hitting the. I, I look like that some of those. That is insane. The, you look I, like PVD yeah, when he's throwing yeah. a, a first. But his is pretty good. It's a softball. <laughs> the, the, I look like the other. I look like the 50 other guy. Sent out there. 
Only peace and quiet I get is the anthem, finally. I got the worst tempo out of my shoe, shoelace untied, bend over. I mean, I remember like it was yesterday. Yeah. I thought my tempo was going to fall out, and I'm like, here we go. I get out there. Friggin' breast is I punch out 20, and I don't That was that same game? That's, yeah. that's the game he's talking about. I punch out 20. How do you lock in, though? How do you, how do you lock in? It that's just, the it thing. Just start, I, you know, I just, it just started going, and and so and that's why I told you. I was icing fish. said, you get to the damn ballpark anytime you want. Yeah, that's great. Like, but, so, so no song. You don't have a song before. You don't have any of that stuff. Man, I played I played uh, late in my career. You know, Toby Keith's a good friend, so I played not as good as you once was, but good once than you ever was. Mm-hmm. And shout out to my man, Toby. He's been battling. And, um, um, uh, man, I did Lincoln Park for those guys. You know, it's different guys I meet. And, you know, I did some stuff with Nickelback. So Nickelback. Just, you know, cool. I just, I just, I just kind of, you know, I got friends. Like I said, the other sports, I watch guys, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I watch guys in football that I, that I root for and uh, that I met that are really cool guys. And, uh, again, it's, it's kind of wild. You, you meet them off the field and you see them for the first time and then you see what they do. So, so it's cool, but I, I'm that way with like, like sitting right here with you guys. I mean, it's it's this is cool. I mean, I think it's uh, you know, I, I see the pictures in the studio and, and what you guys do, and uh, uh, my two younger ones uh, are, are are business oriented big time, so they're 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 into it, and not that my two older ones aren't. They they've got uh, they've got their priorities too, so. Um, I, I want to show you this. It. Like, I, I want you to see this. Like, would you have ever had a walkout like this? Now, obviously, you're not a, a relief pitcher, but when you see this here, and this video goes viral on Twitter, gets 11 million views. I wonder what you think about this. Press play. I want the energy. I want all of it. I mean, just the intensity of it. Have you seen this before, Roger, or no? Press play. And now Timmy Trumpet takes center stage as Edwin Diaz gets ready to come in. Tell me you've seen this before. (laughs) Watch this. The best walkout right now. The music, the build-up. Adam, have you seen this? Oh, my gosh. You're about to flip out. Look at this. Look at the energy in the place. Oh, my God. Ready? Here we go. Timmy Trumpet. (laughs) 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 Woo! That's intense. Now, what makes it worth it? You got to get the save. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the starting pitcher right now, icing upstairs right now, and I'm watching all this. I'm saying it's all great, but let's get a couple out. So I'm just going to tell you right now that's that's cool, and 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 all these clothes got it from the the king Mariano Rivera. When when Mo when Mo comes in, he's probably got the coolest jog ever coming in from the bullpen at Yankee Mm -hmm. Stadium. Find one of those. Mo will have his glove uh, in his throwing hand, uh, and all you see is that 42 coming out of the uh, the bullpen. Rivera, greatest closer ever, no doubt. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. By no. the way, where did he get it from? He the uh, he got it from Ricky Vaughn, the wild thing. Yeah. Major League, there well, it was. Ricky Vaughn didn't have that cutter. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky Vaughn early in his career it's looked like some of these guys Mo, throwing Mo, out that Mo, first Mo, Mo's got him a song, Press too. Press the song, let's hear it. What is it? He usually puts his glove in his right hand. Oh, okay, interesting. Inter- you got to turn it off. Inter- you're Inter- not going to like it. Enter Sandman. Gotta love that. Look at Yeah, he's a. He's so a, I tell people there's. Pet it. There's, there's, there's two things for sure in life, but there's really three death, taxes, Mariano Rivera. <laughs> He's gonna he's, he's gonna close out like that. Game. Oh, it's it's insane. But by, by the way, earlier you talked about catcher pitcher. How much of the 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 experts, like the guys, once you're like a the best pitcher in the league, you, Randy, you know, you got the Maddox, Nolan, Smith. Maddox, uh, you know, Kershaw, all these guys. How much of it is you leading the catcher? How much of it is the catcher leading you? Or does it change based on the experience of the catcher? I know you said I would have loved to have Johnny Bench or Yogi and all those guys. I totally get that, but. Are you directing the catcher, or is the director, uh, catcher directing you? I guess the, 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 what I would want to know is the split. 
Like, I'm sure you're going to say there's part that you are part that he is, but is it 60 catcher, 40 you? Is it 80 you, 20 catcher? What is that relationship with the catcher? And the 80 20. 80 you. 80, 80 20. 80 you, 20 but, catcher. But that 80, that, that uh, amongst that 80, that catcher knows that 80. They, 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 they wow, know 80 me. is you. Yeah. yeah. And is I, that I common call, with all the pitchers, or well, that's you? I called 95% of my game from the mound. Get out And that was here. before now they got the watches here. and stuff. 95%. Scherzer the other day had his Han, and you noticed he was calling He was calling his. He wasn't waiting for the catcher to call it. He was he was calling it from his wrist. He, he had one on. I don't know if he's going to pitch with that on. But uh, mine was all done with looks. I mean, and like I said, I had to be careful if a, a guy got traded because they knew a little bit about him. Plus, I would tell Jeet or an Adam Everett, who I was with the other day, uh, that I, I'm fixing to induce a ball coming to you, so heads up. Now, Jeet would sneak up the middle a little bit towards second because, as you know, he had a great backhand. He had that famous jump mm-hmm, throw that, he, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. he looked really – I mean, that was his patented – you know, his 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 deal. And um, But the catcher's super important. But uh, Jorge would catch Mariano, and everybody knew, especially if you're lefty, he's throwing that cutter. Mo would break uh, – one or two bats every outing, you know, closing the game. And he would throw that cutter. So the hitters, you'd see the hitters sneak off just a little bit when you didn't think he was looking. Posada would do his – and he would just follow him in further. And uh, So you're, you're game, giving credit get, there to Posada for understanding that oh, part. Oh, that, yeah, okay, oh I got absolutely. You. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. you won, you won two it. World Series with the Yankees? Is that what yes. it was? Yes. With that, with that team nucleus right there. We had an all-star at every position. Yeah. Uh, great manager, Joe Torre. Uh uh, uh, great bench coach and Don Zimmer had Zim in Boston. Don Zimmer. Zim was, I mean, ba- baseball lifer. Um, Did he get into it with Pedro? Was yeah, that yeah. the whole thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He grabbed oh, yeah. him by yeah. the face. Like a mat- like Unbelievable. A- <laughs> Pedro kind of gave me the matador, but uh, yeah, it was. I-, I-, I was on the mound and he was getting crazy, and they knew on the other side somebody was going to eat one eventually. And uh, I just threw a high fastball to Manny. It was a strike these days, I think. And it, it, all hell broke loose. But, yeah, we saw this ball-headed guy go flying. We thought it was David That's Wells. the one right there. That's the one. Go back to right, it. Go back. Again. Go back. That this is a strike. Veritech? Look, Watch this. This is a strike. That's a strike. I don't know about that, Raj. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, Raj. <laughs> look, look, he's not, look, look where this strike. Look, come on. It's not even. It's, <laughs> it, it's over the inside corner. Come on. Okay. These days, they call the high strike. <laughs> Man, that's Manny. <laughs> now, uh, 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 the. That is hilarious. But, but I think I think Zim goes flying over here. There he goes. Yeah. <laughs> Zim was hot. Class. So Zim, oh my God. You know, Zim, Zim's 70. I go, what are you doing, Zim? Jesus. <laughs> Breathing, we pick by him up. By the guy. way, what's, what's opposite about this, go to the other clip that I sent you, the one with I just texted you which one I'm talking about. I want to see his reaction to this with the audio because the look is the one I'm interested in to see what you say about this. So keep, let's see if you find it. No. Uh, I sent it to you earlier. You should have it. You should have it somewhere here. If not, I can resend it to you, but I texted it to you. If you look at the text, just go to text. That's the second one I sent you. Right there. Right right there. Go to that one. All right, so this is you against Estes. I'm getting ready. You remember this. Yeah, I'm trying to go deep. (laughs) Watch this. I'm actually curious to know what you're going to say about this one here, like what you were thinking. He was actually trying to hit you. I don't know how he missed my big ass. <laughs> this is you and Matt Rogers. Watch this. They know it's coming. Here's the first pitch. Fastball and hits him. Threw it behind him. He threw it behind him and the warning goes out. It didn't hit him. It went behind him. I like what the guy says at the end. He's upset that he didn't hit him because he was trying to hit him. Yeah, I think the uh, – we, we had a couple uh, other their players – and looked out at Estes, did not make any move, and Mike Piazza... Well, you see, I'm not going anywhere. Well, you know Estes has to be disappointed in that result. He was obviously trying to hit him, and he missed him. I, I'm 6'4", 240. How do, you, how do you miss me at that time? So what, what's what's the... I tried to stick my booty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you thinking there when that happens? It's kind of like the tables have turned. Yeah, yeah. Now you're on the other side. Yeah, but I, I play... It's like in the National League... Um, the guys would say, that I think the three years I was in the National League, and they're like, okay, because he has to hit two, and you, know, you have to go to the plate. It's almost better because when you get in a game that you have to clean up a game because they've thrown at one of your guys, and you got to clean it up down the road. Uh, it's even better in the National League because now instead of throwing at one of my teammates, they can hit me. So if, if you're going to hit me, you, hopefully you put me out of the game. 
Because if not, then I, I got the magic bullet again. So that's that's the I say that's the ugly part of the game, but it's the old school part of the game. When I have a teammate that comes, no, they really don't sit next to me on the bench or come down the tunnel. But when they do, I tell them, hey, you know, what's up? I say, you got a problem with this guy? And, and some very famous players go, I got a problem with this guy, Rock. He freaking hits me. I go, we'll take care of it later. So if the if it presents itself, you you clean the game up. There's been times where my teammates' pitchers were supposed to clean up a game, and then it fell to my game. So I I, I got to be the shitty one, I, I, you know. I, but that's you know you get respect from your teammates. Interesting and, what you just and, said. Yeah. And uh, you know, like I said, did, did I'm you with do those twenty five guys. Did you hit him back or no? You, you, no, no. He okay. he he missed <laughs> me, and then they said that's it. You had your chance. Uh, one of their uh, 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 who am I thinking of? May. Uh, um, Gosh, who was the guy that's in the bullpen for them? I played golf with the guy. He's he, they brought it up. He's like, no, you had your chance. You missed him, so that was it. So I actually got a little bit closer to the plate, and I think my knees are in the strike zone. And I thought he was going to throw maybe away, but he threw it right in there, strike three. I mm-hmm. thought it was Roger. With I was watching a clip uh, with uh, what's his name uh, Stephen A. Smith, and he's talking about how the hell do certain people not belong in the Hall of Fame? We ha- we have to ask the question yeah. because you can't do this without having yeah. a conversation about that and. The controversy of it. You, uh, uh, I own, I want to say, I don't know how many rookie cards of yours I own. I think I own 60 Barry Bonds PSA 10 rookie cards, right? I own, uh, uh, you know, some of the bigger uh, Ted Williams card, Yoki Berra, you know, all those guys, and Babe Ruth, PSA 8, 1933, Gaudi's like a million dollar card. I own a lot of these baseball cards. I love baseball cards. But there's certain guys you're like, dude, I mean, this last Hall of Fame, you got what sixty-five point two, I think, was a number, some number like that. You need to be at seventy-five, to, you know, with that. And you've commented, you said something very important. I think it was like ten years ago, uh, where you said, "In our family, we're not even looking at the whole concept with Hall of Fame anymore. Yeah. It's not, you know, first half of my career was about, you know, generational wealth. I've done that. My family's taking care of second half. I wanted to win. You did that. Great. You're a champion. Your numbers are incredible. And there's." A lot more people who are critics and not even fans of yours that would say, this guy belongs in a Hall of Fame. What are your thoughts? You've spoken about this, probably not something you like talking about regularly, but what are your thoughts about this whole, there's plenty of these guys that we feel belongs there. What do you have to say about what they're doing right now? Yeah, well, you said it, Pat. I mean, uh, after year one, when it became political, we we quit worrying about it each year that comes. You know, uh, writers would call or people would call to say, hey, can I do an interview in this? I go, guys. I've already made my blanket statement. There's nothing really to add. I have zero control over that. Uh, and like you said, I probably get more, uh, all my public appearances, I probably get more people that, that you know, wish me and say, you shouldn't. I, the only answer you can say is thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Because they look, bottom line, they looked at the facts and we did it, you know, we went about it the right way. What we did was we stopped not one now that I know of, but since three people from making money off our last name. And trying to and trying to sell themselves on on that fact, and so um, again, uh, uh, I can tell you when I um, uh, General Myers, all the guys when I did this, they called me after the all the Congress stuff and said, "Hey, I had to sit in that same seat. It's not comfortable." They were going to try and trick you. There was no facts. They had some guy reading a doctor's report that the doctor never even saw me. I mean, it was a it was almost like a trap because. Uh, of what they were doing. I think the guy, Wax, I called him Waxhead. He was up there sitting on a stack of uh, uh, phone books just trying to preach to you and let you get your story out and what things that meant to you. Whether my dad, like, you know, even even uh, the, the health risk of it, when I got family heart issues in our family and stuff that, uh, that uh, again, I, I need to write about it one time because – I want it to be a, a, a if I uh, I told the family I want it to be a great book, and I want to give credit where credit's due. But I'm going to cut some guys off at the knees too about some stuff that's never really been out there. Or like I told people, if you can read past the third grade, uh, you would have known what was going on. And uh, I said I, I like Jerry Springer and I like watching this show, but it turned into a, a straight Jerry Springer show. But again, President uh, President Bush called me. Uh, the support that I had from people that know know us and know us as people, uh, uh, you know, that's the way it is. But the Hall of Fame is not going to change uh, who I am as a person. I tell people that's what I did for a living. It's not who I am as a person, but I took it very seriously. But it's not going to change. Uh, are you being are you, in the Hall? It's not going to change. Are you an NFL guy or no? Did you did you follow the NFL? 
Uh, you, do you follow the product NFL or not really? Were you, I mean, I, I root for the guys. Uh, you know, okay. Yeah. Do you remember Sterling Sharp? Mm-mm. Remember Sterling Sharp? Shannon Sharp. No, no, brother? I know, I know okay. both of them. Uh, so, uh, Sh- uh, um, uh, one of the golf's a little more. Who, who's on TV now? This uh, Shannon, Shannon right now is on TV. Shannon. So it's Sterling. Sterling's, Sterling's the golfer. Yeah. 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 Did you Did you see? I hope I I, I got to try to find this man. Did you see the speech uh, 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 Shannon gave at his Hall of Fame speech and how he brought in his brother and what he said about uh, uh, Shannon, Sterling Sharp? Oh, brother, I mean, I, I'm at a okay, – oh, thank God I found it. Okay, I want you to see this. And the reason why I want you to see this, I have, I have a couple different things uh, uh, where I would go. For me, uh, on uh, you know, just play this first and then I'll give my thoughts. I want to kind of get your commentary and thoughts on this because – you know, what you've done with your 24-year career of staying in the league, that is not easy to do. But play this clip, and then it's a TikTok clip. It's not even a um, – it's very emotional, very emotional. On the angle he takes, I had no idea where he was going. If you can turn it's it on. It's his brother. This is – Right, right, right. Go, re- rewind. Is he rewind. older than – No, Sterling, Sterling is the older, older brother. Yes. Okay, I'm so watch this. Play. Go ahead. Of 267 men that's – walk through this this building to my left that can honestly say this I'm the only pro football player that's in the Hall of Fame and I'm the second best player in my own family watch this very emotional guys watch This is nothing. You have to hear what it says next. The fate had dealt your different hand. There's no question. There's absolutely no question in my mind. We would have been the first brothers to be elected to the Hall of Fame. The 44 men and women that I thanked and congratulated early for giving me and bestowing this prestigious honor upon me. All I do is ask. All I can do is ask in the most humblest way I know how is that the next time you go into that room or you start making a list, look at Sterling Sharp's accomplishments for seven year period of the guys that's in the Hall of Fame at the receiver position and the guys that have the potential to be in this building. That's all I ask. I don't say, hey, just do that. The next time you go in that room, think about Sterling Sharp's number for seven years. That's all I ask. See what he's doing? Managing expectations. So for me, here's how I see this. Uh, We had Kurt Schilling here two months ago. Okay, You're seeing him give this speech. If you watch the whole speech when he gives and you're seeing Sterling is just like you know, the, the Terrell Davis one time was crying and the Broncos were playing like 13 years ago and his tears were dropping. Do you remember the running back? Yeah, of course. And, and you're like, I've never seen anybody cry like this before. And they're in the Super Bowl. It's an emotional moment. Somebody in freaking baseball, Hall of Fame, needs to give a speech like this and say, there's, there's a bunch of guys. Now you hear the criticism saying, you know, the Major League Baseball doesn't allow Republicans in the Hall of Fame because there's become political and you can't make <laughs> comments like that or this and this and that. Hey, you're, you went to a Trump rally. How dare you go to a Trump rally and yeah. you're doing this and you're doing that. Kurt Schilling, you've been saying all this stuff. You, there's a list of names that you can talk about. The Bagwells, the Reigns, the Hoffman, the Schilling, the you, the Bonds, the Martinez, Musina, Trammell, Smith, McGriff, Kent, Walker, McGuire, Sheffield, Wagner, Sosa. There's a lot of names, yeah. right? These are guys that crush it. I wasn't I was the Army. 1998, and Major League Baseball had just come off the uh, uh, their strike. I think they had whatever the year was, 96 or 94, 97. 94. I don't know what the year was. Nobody was watching baseball. Nobody was watching baseball. Nobody was interested in the product. It was boring. It was dying. Stadiums were empty. Then all of a sudden, these two guys come up, and one's name is Mark McGuire. The other guy's name is Sammy Sosa. Mm-hmm. And every night when we would come back to the barracks, 
Dude, we would stay up till God knows what. We just wanted to see the, you know, yeah, we yeah. just want. It's like, what's a freaking, you know, rock and roll? They revived baseball. Owes Sammy and Mark McGuire billions of dollars. MLB, you owe those two guys revived the flipping game. So here's where I take it. I watch football and I look at some of these guys, what they look like. You know, I'm a guy that's uh, tried primo balling. I did uh, uh, the TRT for like five or six weeks and uh, clenbuterol, some of the stuff that, you know, because I wanted to be a bodybuilder and you kind of like, shit, I got to get into this. And you, you really find out what the bodybuilders are. You're like, oh, shit, I can't do all that stuff. But TRT, you know, you, you got these HGH, some of the stuff that Hollywood's doing it. Football, they don't really get tested as much as some of the other leagues. Yeah. These guys playing football. By the way, if you're not on something and you're getting hit by 350, I'm worried about your neck. I'm worried about your body. I'm worried about what you're doing. So to me, it's not even about the conversation about that. There are guys that gave their lives to this game, that entertained the hell out of fans like myself and increased the product of MLB that belonged there. But I feel like some of the existing guys are playing politics and some of them need to grab their you-know-what and make a speech and say, hey, man, when are we going to do make an exception for these guys to get in? I played against these guys. So I know you can't say anything about it yourself because you've already gave your message, and I'm not looking for yeah. you to have a reaction no. to it. All I'm saying is this is my opinion. These are my thoughts. Uh, I think uh, the game, if, if we were to look at baseball in, in a 20-year period and we said, okay, during that 20-year period, no problem. Take Maguire out. Take Sosa out. Take Bonds out. Take Clemens out. Take these guys out. What the hell is baseball? Take those products out. Who the hell is coming to watch the game? Who's trying to see the the temperament, the mindset, the travel, the sacrifice, the nine months out of the year, you're on the road, you're having kids, you're going through all this stuff. Take all that stuff out. Nobody's coming to watch the commissioner play. They're coming to watch you play, right? Michael made a comment about this in the last dance when they were talking about, you know, they don't come to watch the GM play. They don't come to watch the owner play. They come to watch us play. Right, he gave a representation for the guys, and Michael wasn't a guy that made a lot of money in the NBA. When, as in his contract, yes, last year he made thirty-three million or whatever the number is, but he was never the highest-paid guy. He set the tone for everybody else afterwards. Absolutely, but it was also getting some perspective to say these writers are voting you in. Who the hell are you to vote a player in, and you ain't played? Well, what what opinion? Yeah. So to me, it's a little bit um, confusing. Uh, I watch <laughs> uh, uh, I watch what they say. The speeches. This guy's not, and he doesn't deserve this. He doesn't deserve that. Uh, hey, writers, you don't have a job without these players. If, if these guys weren't playing, putting their bodies through what they're putting through, you don't have anybody to talk about. You have a job because they play. So, anyways, that's my uh, uh, that's my rant, I, not your yeah, rant. Pat, this is I where I'm at with it. I appreciate your passion. I can hear it in your voice. Excuse me. Uh, you know, like Greg Maddox told me he was voting for me. Mad, Mad Dog know, knows me as a person uh, and knows the person. And I said, I appreciate your vote, doggy, but uh, again, it's not going to change me as a person uh, uh, either way. Uh, I heard, what I heard from you, entertainment, I know we're entertainers, but this was still my, uh, like, like you alluded to earlier, my first couple of years has changed the generational difference for my family. Um, you know, pay off my mom's bill, you know, get her a car, da-da-da. And then it was about winning championships. Um, the guys that know me, you know, I hear some asinine comments from guys that have no clue. Like I said, if you could read past the third grade, you would, un you would understand what, what went down and how it went down. I'm never going to play the victim, I, I, but I am going to stop people from using my name and, and spreading lies about me when they say it. I do that when people shit on one of my teammates and said, hold up, you, you got him on a bad day. See, like being, you know, signing autographs. I signed 50, the 51st person, I'm, you know, I'm an ass. Mm -hmm. and so you can't please everybody all the time. So true. I'm not going to come off phony because I'm trying to get you to like me. And, uh, you know, this is who I am. This is how I was brought up. And I let the people, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, I did some inner city work in Baltimore. This, this Baltimore congressman made a couple. Uh, he made them after I was in his office, took 25 photos with his staff and interns, signed all these autographs, and he, and, and he, he was one that brought up, you silver, silver spoon athlete. I go, hold up a second. You know, I, I gave him the quick rundown, very stern about my background. I said, you're reading a piece of paper. You're coming out here in front of the world, and you're getting stats on me five minutes from an intern. 
and that's what you go off of. You didn't t- you didn't take the time to learn about me, who I am as a person, where I came from, or what what this might be, or you got some other dude spreading lies just because he's trying to get my pocket. So that's what I should have done when I went. I should have just got my wallet and laid it on the table. <laughs> I mean, that's what that's all it was about. So. Um, I, I have some great, great friends like uh, Reggie Jackson that are in the hall, and they say stuff all the time. Uh, again, I don't think it makes you uh, – for me personally, I don't think it makes you hit a ball further. I don't think it makes you throw strikes being a control pitcher. Mm-hmm. I think it breaks you down and hurts you. A lot of these guys, I think it broke them down a little bit. But, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm not going to get bitter over it. We just quit worrying about it to come up day after day after day. And like you said – I remember calling Jim Rice, my my former Red Sox, and Jimmy got in on his 10th try. So you either have the numbers to get in or you don't. They made him wait 10 years because he pissed off a lot of reporters. I called him and said, hey, Jim Ed, I said, congratulations uh, and everything. I said, but let me ask you something. How'd you get better in 10 years? Did you go play semi-pro ball and hit another 100 homers? Did you, I, didn't, I didn't see it or read about it. But So, you know, so uh, you're, either, you're either in uh, the first one or you're not. So, and, and, I, and I appreciate your perspective because you're the player. But I yeah. give you the perspective from the player's I, I perspective. I totally hear it. The, 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 I'm fans sorry, the fan's perspective. Yeah. The fan's perspective, I'm a voter. You know, we're voters. We're not, dude, we don't do what you guys, I'm a business guy. I run businesses. I've busted my ass the last 20, having many years in insurance. I've done very well for myself. And now we're building a media company. But from the fan's perspective, when you're dealing with a million things in your life, dad's not healthy. This guy's going through this. That guy's going through this. You're having girlfriend problems. You're having kid problems. You're having this. You just want to sit there and just watch a damn game and have everything you were stressed out about <laughs> be gone. Fans are voting for you guys, bro. So yeah. it's a different perspective for us yeah. than it is for you when you're like, hey, what else can I do? I've done my part. I get it. But a fan is like, no, I followed this guy for this many years. That guy needs to be in. So it's it's a different perspective. I get that, Ben. And I appreciate you sharing that. One last question I got for you. It's going to be like, why are you asking this question as a last thing? It's just for my own shits and giggles because I freaking follow this game. Um Aaron, Hank, Hank Aaron said something uh, one time about the whole, you know, the whole, uh, uh, you guys got the Cy Young, you shouldn't be the MVP yeah. when you won the MVP. And he says, look, you know, pitchers have their own deal, Cy Young. We have MVP. I'm not changing my position. They shouldn't have given him the Cy Young and the MVP at the same time. You come back and you said, I have the quote somewhere here where you said, hey, I'd love for him to come here. Uh, I wish he were still playing. I'd probably crack his head open to show how, Show him how valuable I was, right? That's kind of like what you <laughs> that, said. That was the young rocket. <laughs> the young rocket. This but, is to Hank Aaron. Yeah, Never Hank. Hank well, it'd be like time, Pedro saying, wake up Babe Ruth, I'm going to hit him in the ass, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, let me, quick story. Yeah. So, my oldest son is Kobe Aaron Clemens. He's named Aaron. His middle name's after Hank Aaron. So, that tells you all you need to know about the young and piss and vinegar rocket. Uh, big, big respect for that. Of course, I thought your last question was going to be about DJ No Request and what my favorite songs are. But let, let me let me just let me let me just tell you if, if we got time how you put things in perspective, and it goes along with that MVP award. So I win the MVP in the Cy Young, my first. I got I'm a Red Sox. I got to go to New York City. We call this the butter story. Everybody loves it, and it's true. Go to New York. Um, pretty green. I got DiMaggio, Mantle, Ted Williams. I'm looking around. It's a hoo hoo. Now Donnie Mattingly there. I just I'm the one that you know, Donnie finished second in the in, in the MVP. Baseball. Now, this little suit. Now we're at the top table, and you're getting a cold piece of chicken, uncooked piece of steak, a little bitty baked potato, and a dinner roll. And the dude comes by, straight Yankee fan. He's looking at me like, and the look he gave me, I was like. Okay, he's spit in my food. I'm there's no way <laughs> there's no way I'm eat, I need it, but I'm gonna work on this dinner roll and maybe this baked potato. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he he throws me a little cube of butter on the thing, and you know mustache strip. His name's got to be Tony for sure. You know, like walks by does it. I get, so I get through that dinner right. I only got one cube of butter. I needed one more, but what the hell? First year up there. Fast forward, I win my second Cy Young back to back. Back in the penguin suit. Here we go. Now I'm popping my feeling good. I'm on Ted. How you doing, Mick? How you doing? Hey, Rocky. Yeah, I'm some first feeling. I'm feeling it. Talking away. Here comes the bullshit thing. Same guy. Same freaking Tony, yeah. Tony Super Mario. Looks like Super <laughs> Mario. He, he he goes by me and and I'm like, hold on, guys. Hey, I said, hold up, man. Hold hold up, a minute. I, he just gave me one. I need another cube of butter. So I'm looking for for my baked potato. You know, just come on. So I'm talking, I see him come out of my guy, and here he comes again. I, st- I said, dude, stop. 
I said, I've been trying to get you for 10 minutes. My, my stuff's getting cold up here. I said, all I'm trying to do is get another Cuba. I said, you know who I am, right? He goes, oh, yeah, I know who you are. I go, good. I said, I'm trying to get some butter. He goes, evidently, you don't know who I am. I go, I don't. He goes, I'm in charge of the fucking butter. And he walked <laughs> off. And I went. And that's what everybody did around me. And I just went. <laughs> I'm in charge of the butter. He said, I'm in charge of the damn butter. And he walked off. And so that kind of tells you, puts, keeps you in your. in your. What a keep, great story. That, that keeps you in check. Yeah. What yeah, a great yeah. story. So there you go, boys. Uh, uh, by the way, you never played for Rangers. You played Astros. But was there any Astros. time that you almost got close to playing for the they, Rangers? They, they were just – I thought I was going to get drafted by yeah. them early in my career. That was it, really. So, yeah. uh, I played again, I played with the, the – the history was there. Yeah. And then going home to play, we flipped a football town into a uh, baseball, you know, those three years. And uh, I, I tease those guys. I have no idea how I won a Cy Young with Houston because we only had three and a half hitters on the team. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> you couldn't give up anything. But uh, they, they were wonderful. Just, uh, again, talk about the Hall of Fame. I have more guys that I uh, owe a lot to being great teammates that are not in the Hall. Um, and, and uh, uh, you know, they I, – I, I'd be surprised if someone said that they didn't know where I stood when I was their teammate. So, but again, it was my, uh, that's my upbringing. Well, much love to you, man. I appreciate you. you for coming out. Really enjoyed this is it. Cool. Uh, uh, I had no idea what direction we had some stuff, but we had no idea what direction was going to go, but two yeah. hours felt like five minutes, bro. Let's go. Literally baby. two hours. It, felt like it, five absolutely. minutes. This is cool. And thanks for what you guys do and what you guys did for us. And, uh, just, it's really cool. Anytime, brother. Yeah. Thanks for Thank coming you. out. Yeah. Appreciate you. Hey, come back out and throw another softball. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Awesome.